I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'm gonna feed my kid a carrot. It's back. This stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. <laughs> I'm trying to be a parent. I'm, I'm trying, trying to be, be a parent. parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo boo? Now, welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make pops laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. We back. We're back. Ooh, that's an appropriate. <laughs> Need a Ric Flair. Who, huh, Nina? Oh man, it is. Uh, it's been a. When did we do our last podcast? Was it right before we left the house? Yeah, was it uh, the night, the like, Sunday? No, it yeah. was the Sunday. The night before, we, or the, the the night before we put everything in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So that was like what Sunday, the eighteenth. It is now December 29th. Yeah, obviously we didn't do a podcast on Christmas. Yeah. Um. I didn't have to say welcome to the Trying to Parent podcast because the intro did that. So <laughs> I think you guys know where you're at if you got through that. Uh, it is Thursday. Thursday. Our first Thursday podcast, I think. Yeah. Unless one of the very first ones we did. Thursday. So a uh, little late, but the episodes aren't even out yet. So it doesn't really fucking matter because <laughs> I think we went for an eight month period where we didn't do any podcasts. So in all reality, we're not late. Oh. We're on time. We're on time, folks. Uh, welcome to episode number uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Number 10? Number 10. This is number 10 because you're going in to week 10. Oh. We're in week nine right now of pregnancy. Yep. Remember, we mm -hmm. are one. Oh, yeah. One week. We're ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here so, we go. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back, guys. Uh, do you want to get into... Let's get social. Social. With social media. I've been picking up the social media as well, putting together the blog and everything. Oh, Things yeah. Things are coming together. I've been seeing you. Uh, I've been peeking over. Like, what the fuck this guy's doing on his phone? Oh, you're making Instagram posts? Yeah. That's cute. I'm either always working or making Instagram <laughs> posts. For the podcast. You have nothing to worry about with me cheating on you. Oh, I don't have I time <laughs> to ever contact anybody else. Somebody texts me. I'm like, I'm busy doing Instagram posts. <laughs> don't talk to you me. You love me too much. Yes. And I love you too much. That's, that's for sure. Um, I don't have a time for a second wife. <laughs> me and Nina Especially are Especially not a second family. <laughs> I know. Now that I'm pregnant, you're really stuck. Uh, hopefully. No. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people didn't feel that way when they had kids. <laughs> They're like, get me the fuck They're out like, of here. Watch me still peace out. <laughs> fuck that kid. <laughs> Terrible. Um, anyways, our social, uh, please feel free to, well, don't feel free. Go ahead and do it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at trying the number two parent all smushed together. And then our uh the tube of you is trying space the number two space parent mm -hmm. 
And then our Gmail is trying the number two parent podcast at gmail.com. Send us all your questions, your comments, what you want us to talk about. If we made an error in something and you want to correct us or tell your experience, literally anything and everything, we would love to hear what you have to say. Um, A lot of you guys are parents. I imagine if you're listening to this, you're either trying to get pregnant, you're a parent already. You are pregnant <laughs> or, you, or you have parents or you like us and you, know and you just know us and <laughs> want to follow. Our yeah. I mean, if you're listening journey. to this and you don't have a kids and you don't ever plan on having kids or maybe you want to live overseas. This is also a great informational podcast. Yeah. Understand <laughs> that everything we say will be easier without kids. <laughs> but yeah, everything we're doing here, even though we tell you every week to call in and text in and email in and do all that stuff uh even though these podcast episodes aren't out yet so we're gonna maybe get backdated with all of these questions we're like the fuck are they talking about yeah we're like god that was like three months ago but i still want it it's totally fan driven and we need all the advice and help that we can get every time i even with clients i'm like oh you have kids any advice so I've got a kid on the way. Like, Aww. you got you got anything that you could tell me? This still so, trips me out when you say it out loud. Yeah. So yeah, it is. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. But this may be a longer podcast because we've got a lot of catching up to do. A lot has happened between the last podcast we did. Yeah. And now it's usually just a week, but we've he's like to ten this days. Point. Have literally, I feel like it's been two months. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyways. Um, oh, our let's phone. go ahead and yeah. get into. You want to call pay close attention text 360-450-5008 nope definitely call us definitely definitely do that fan driven show we are going to live off of communicating with you guys granted our baby will probably do lots of dumb shit that we'll always have stuff to talk about but we want to hear about your baby's dumb shit and your experiences. What did how many you times you got shit on or <laughs> pissed in your mouth? Because this is that type of podcast and we all know what happens. How much vomit have you swallowed? Uh, uh. Happened to the best of us. Mm. Uh, yeah, where do we want to start? Oh, before it was, hey, how many days till we leave to Arizona? And now it's. Hey, we're here. How many days till we leave till Mexico? <laughs> How many days till we get into the rental house? <laughs> yeah, gosh. So, yeah, it's the 29th today, so we'll be into our rental house. Not our rental house. Well, well our, our house uh, that we will be renting <laughs> Yeah. to other people once yeah. we leave. The uh, period. Yeah, we should be in there on the 31st, New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, probably. She said that she needs all day to clean, so we might have to go hang out somewhere Sports bar, friend's house, watch the fight, or not fights, watch the, is there fights? I don't even know. Watch the games, the bowl games. It's Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Okay. So do you want to get into our our trip down or should we start with pregnancy stuff? Yeah, let's let's talk about the trip down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about the trip down. I think I have something about that in my notes. Where is it? Let's see here. Let's just, Um, this is... This is the fourth place that we've been in the last 10 days. Yeah, we've really been moving. Here we go. Roads in Stockton suck balls. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I wrote that while we were in Stockton. It goes a lot. For, uh, basically, half the roads throughout California suck my balls. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Like, it's a ride. You're not even driving. You're like, whoo, we're on a fucking ride. The amount of potholes, shitty roads, and just uneven streets is is unbelievable. So yeah. doing that with a trailer is not fun. No, stress level is high. Um, yeah, so we, okay, so gosh, we were, we woke up at like 6.30 or something the morning we were leaving and we were trying to get the fuck out. But we, okay, so first of all, the, the night before, we realized we didn't have enough room in the trailer. We have too much shit. We How big is our shit. trailer? Six by 12? Yes. And we had to let go of very precious items. Sean made me a work desk and it was just completely beautiful. And we had to sell it for like the fucking Lolo. And it almost made me cry. I couldn't even go out there and collect the money from the guy because I wanted to And he like lowballed us so aggressively. And I'm like, no, $10 more. And he's like, "Mm, no. And I'm like. Bro, it's fucking ten dollars. He ended up buying some other stuff, and he tried to haggle. And I was like, "No, fuck you. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go ten dollars lower on the on the desk. Fuck you. You're paying this price. I want you for this." And he's like, mm, "I, I got to the point fair. with the desk where I was like, no, no, no. I'd rather break it to pieces than <laughs> give it to you for this fucking price. Fuck you, man. You know how hard I worked on this. Oh. It was such a nice looking desk. It was like farmhouse style, yeah. white legs, and it's and got the the white oak." It was it was gorgeous. I'm I'm sad, um, but yeah. Anyways, that guy ended up buying a whole bunch of stuff from us for the fucking low. But honestly, it was our last night, and we, we were like, we had it. to get rid of it. So we'll it take is, the money. It is what it is. Um, so there's a couple, and things. we still had too much shit. Yeah, we still had too much shit. So there, we left a couple things in the garage for my brother um, to pick up that we couldn't take with us. Anyway, so we we hooked up the trailer, and it was like. <sighs> They had kept saying that it was supposed to snow within a couple of days. So we we went through um, northern or I guess southern Oregon. There's a place called Grants Pass. And I don't know any of you are familiar with that area. But in the winter, it can be a little bit like eh, you might get stuck or not because it's a very mountainous, mountainous region. Um, we were very lucky. So every time I've basically moved in and out of Oregon, it's been Literally the week of Christmas. I don't know <laughs> why I tend to move <laughs> during that Worst time. Worst time of the year. I know, literally. Um, but we made it out. It was the first time we encountered snow was in was in uh, Grants Pass. And it wasn't even that bad. But if you're driving with a very heavy trailer through mountains on like pre- previously snowy roads, Sean drove all of the first day. Which ended up being like 10 and a half hours, basically. Yeah, because we had to drive so fucking slow. I was just like, hey, if we're going to die, it's going to be in my hands. It's going to be my fault. Um, but yeah, it wasn't nearly as bad as, you know, we were potentially we were expecting. expecting. If we would have left like a day or two later, would have been a lot worse because that's when the storms ended up actually hitting. Oh, you know, all these crazy fucking ice storms of 2022 Christmas. Yeah, we left. Yeah, we a got day. out right before right that. Before. So we would have totally got fucked. The roads got crazy icy and everything up where we lived and we would have we would have for sure died if we tried to get out at that yeah. point so praise allah that you know we didn't have to go through that the ride down was 
fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Then we stayed at this place, like a Super 8 or a Super 6 or... Oh, yeah. Super 8 by Wyndham. Super 8 motel, In hotel, Willows, whatever. California, about an hour north of Sacramento. And they put us in a room that's right by the door so we can, you know, keep an eye on our trailer and everything with our car. And yet a ton of foot traffic is going through all that hours. fucking like in and out of the hours. place. And Nina, while we're sleeping, trying to sleep, is constantly barking and doing all this crazy shit the entire night. So we didn't really get much sleep. No, we didn't get any sleep the night before. We slept in our air mattress in our living room because everything was clean upstairs and we didn't want to go upstairs. (laughs) Had the carpets clean. Everything was good to go. Uh, Uh, So, yeah, end up sleeping there, getting back on the road, driving down to my parents' house. The grapevine, going through the grapevine was the fucking worst freeway roads i it, it was like riding on a fucking armadillo's shell yeah. like <laughs> yeah I, I don't even know i don't know how california has so much money and their roads are, are so shitty well they definitely don't spend it on the roads yeah they're not like phoenix who take a percentage of their tax i will say as long as you don't live in phoenix like the ghetto portions where the shitty people not the shitty people the poor people live the rest of the roads are pretty fantastic <laughs> yeah because we hey oh, don't yeah, think about barking start doing it so um yeah we stayed at your parents or your parents house for a couple days yep that was nice got yeah. to hang out with todd michelle my dad my mom was still in uh florida with my sister for the kids for christmas so we got to spend some time with them uh, saw a couple of our friends. Yeah, saw a couple of our friends. Told them that we were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been telling everybody, like friends wise, at least in person, for the most part. Yeah, so this has been this has been nice. So if you're one of our very close friends and you haven't heard that we're pregnant yet, it's because we're saving to tell you in person. Yeah, because I want that reaction. Yeah, we told my aunt, my grandpa, because we saw them in person. Yep, that was nice. Went to Laguna. Don't know how people live there. Amazing place. <laughs> you got to have so much money to live in Laguna Beach, which is why they made a fucking show about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we stayed there for a couple days, and then we drove out Christmas Eve to Phoenix, got here, stayed at my dad's for a couple nights. We had a lovely Christmas. Nice Christmas. Um, got my pickleball set. <laughs> Amanda's mom got me a pickleball set for Christmas. I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast yet. He has a new obsession. Going to be getting into pickleball, probably going to go professional, probably going to get an NBA player to buy my team. Well, LeBron and KD own pickleball teams. Yep. It's very, very popular in the NBA. Uh, Already joined a pickleball group on Facebook down in Playa del Carmen. So I'm ready to go. If you guys never hear from me again, (laughs) check the pickleball channel. I'll be professional. (laughs) Your arm span, you won't have to move at all. (laughs) Yeah. If you guys don't know what it is, it's like a combination of like ping pong, uh, badminton, (laughs) tennis, like all just kind of on a smaller court. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. You use like little plastic wiffle balls that you would use for like baseball or something. They have to be bouncy though, right? Yes. Because they have to... I mean, those balls still do bounce, but yes and no. Yeah. Anyways, it's an awesome sport. So pretty excited about that. Got a set along with a sweet book that I'm going to start reading. Um, but yeah, it's good Christmas. And then we went from there to your dad's house, mm-hmm. which was nice nice to spend time with him and everything but was not ideal place to be especially with nina 
Yeah, because my dad's house literally backs up to the Phoenix Police Academy in South Mountain, and there's a rifle range, and it's literally 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m., and Nina... Setting cannons off, man. It's I mean... Like, I don't, we haven't been around shooting that much because we're not a part of families that were really big into guns. Yeah. No issues with guns, but they just didn't grow up having guns and stuff, so... I don't really realize I've shot guns recently and everything, but I didn't realize like some of these fuckers. It sounded like people were shooting off desert eagles, yeah. like 50 cows. They were like, boom. And you can hear the little 22s like, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Uh, on the targets. But then they were shooting off some big caliber stuff. And Nina does not do well with noises like that. Losing or fireworks. her mind. She we, was yeah. shaking. She had to be exhausted that entire time because her whole body is just shivering shaking she wouldn't go outside to the bathroom so we literally had to put carry her into the car drive her to a park two and a half miles away just to go to the bathroom because that was just far enough to where you couldn't hear the shooting range and then we had to literally drag her out of the car to go back into the house because at that point we were back and she could hear the shooting range. It was like, I really appreciated my dad letting us stay there for free and everything, but we had to yeah. get a hotel. It wasn't ideal. So now we got a hotel kind of, what do they call these? Suites. Uh, yeah, they're like, what a little dog barking out there. Fuck that dog right now. I'm saying the effort yeah. too much on this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, we got one of these like live-in type apartment hotels with a kitchenette and everything like that. Yeah, with a separate bedroom since we're both still working from home. Yep. So we're currently doing the podcast in the living room of this, uh, of this hotel suite. apartment hotel. <laughs> and The fourth place that we've been in the last 10 days. Yeah. Comfortable setup as far as like doing the podcast. So yeah. this is nice. I'm, I'm sitting in this sweet big chair. This would be the type of chairs I would like to have in the baby's room mm. more of you know like a rocker or one yeah. that kicks back it's a big comfy this doesn't lean back does chair. it no it doesn't but this is nice so oh, oh great, god someone's shooting off fireworks somebody just shot something off Here and he's freaking Nina. out now Alrighty. well anyways <laughs> let's get into some of the baby stuff because again this is a parenting podcast mm-hmm. and we should talk about some parenting stuff. Yeah. So you're going to be okay just yet. Lay there. Uh, so how's the baby doing? Oh, baby's doing pretty good. Um, so I'm like nine and a half-ish weeks. The baby is one inch, about the size of a a jack, if you're old school and you know those old a games. A jack. A jack. <laughs> or like pick up. Jacks or <laughs> sticks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or the size of a green grape. Um, yeah, so about an inch. Um, they're starting to develop um, the little teeth. Little teeth? Little teeth nubs that won't come out for a while, but they're starting, the little bone structures are starting to form. Um I personally, or, I guess, or a green olive is also an appropriate mm-hmm. size. That's what my book says. <laughs> oh, okay. Size of an olive. It doesn't uh, discriminate in color. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so the kidneys, liver, brain, lungs are beginning to function independently. Um, and the baby's even starting to develop taste buds. Um, the little embryo tail is gone, so it's looking a little bit less of a weird creature and more like a 
baby. No, fuck. Me neither. Can't really shoot. Oh, oh. Yep. And there goes my uh, headphones. <laughs> Mean it? <laughs> That's you okay. Scooch. You gotta scooch. You gotta scooch right. Uh, you're sitting on the end of mom's. It's okay. I know you're freaking out. Okay. Um. But yeah, baby's muscles are starting to develop. Um, technically, the baby is starting to like flutter, even though I, I can't feel anything. But if we were to look on an ultrasound, we might be able to see the baby kind of fucking moving around. <laughs> take that, take that. Um, and then as far as me, um, I, I've still been feeling pretty good. I will say that I'm kind of beginning to get a little bit more emotional as it goes to mood swings and just real fucking, fucking bitch. crying. <laughs> um, Instagram kidding. post did make me cry for the first time. And literally when you were on, when you're making your calls, I was reading something and it like almost made me cry and I can't even remember what it was, but I was like, fucking really, I wonder if I'm always pregnant because emotional things make me cry <laughs> often. So I know how you feel. <laughs> my boobs are really sore. I feel like my pee, like I have to pee a lot more than normal now. I'm surprised I slept in as late as I did because normally every morning at 630, I'm like, oh, fucking time to pee. Yeah, you were sleeping. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to let her sleep. No, I did set an alarm for 740. Yeah, It's very up, slow at work. Like so I'm <laughs> like, oh. Well, I've got some stuff from my book, What They Say. So entering month three, baby is about an inch long, like you said, the mm -hmm. size of an olive. Uh, it says same size of martini olive, <laughs> drunks. Um, it's another couple months before mom is able to feel the kicks and punches for your little one, but that doesn't mean that your baby isn't full of life. It's tiny heart is starting to beat, uh, has started beating. Mm -hmm. There were certainly times between doctor appointments when my wife felt nervous and simply wanted the comfort of hearing her baby's heartbeat when she got home from work before she took a warm, not hot bath. No nope. hot baths. No hot baths allowed. Uh, as babies start to develop, anxiety around life's uh, stats might ramp up. I'm supposed to do my best to keep things calm and find manageable solutions. So mm -hmm. things I'm supposed to be doing is making a soothing tea from fresh ginger for you. Yeah. Uh, they say it's time to get to know ginger. Motherfucker, I already know what ginger is. <laughs> uh, but... Some of the stats, they say the baby's joints are beginning to move. Uh, fingers and toes are now defined, and the mouth, nose, and eyes have become more distinct. Mom's stats, all first time, all first trimester physical effects are in full swing. Mom's moods are likely swinging from one end of the spectrum <laughs> oh, to the other. Wow, your book and I are <laughs> on point. Yeah. Her stress and fatigue are major issues. I Almost. am. I am more tired this last couple of days. I'll say that. You've also been busy. So let's see. They talk about the morning sickness, which luckily for you, you've still kind of avoided. Mm -hmm. um, so that's nice. Stress reducer. Consider a Doppler. Ever since our first pregnancy, my wife and I have rented a device from a company called Baby Beat that allows you to hear your baby's heartbeat, a handheld Doppler. Um, it'll generally run you about $25 to $35 per month. This is your first pregnancy and you plan to have more children. You may even consider buying one instead of renting. They're relatively inexpensive. Uh, My Instagram feeds are just filled with those. Really? Ads. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So maybe that's, maybe we can get one in Mexico for much cheaper. <laughs> but yeah, so 
week nine, we're coming up on week 10 pretty quick because we're almost at the end of week nine, mm-hmm. getting fairly close. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. But as far as that goes, do you want to get into maybe some highs and lows? Sure. All righty. Let's Highs and lows. Highs and lows. I'm going to be somewhat pulling these out of my ass. <laughs> I have a lot of lows. <laughs> yeah, there's been some decent lows uh, over these past 10 or so days. Uh, but I'll start with, let's see, a low that I have. Um, it's been difficult to like work and everything with the transition of the move and just how busy we've been and everything like that so things are a little slow so I feel like I'm not pulling my weight which always makes me feel bad oh baby uh but yeah so interviews I don't want to do those (laughs) I love interviews that's a a common low for me when stuff like that happens what about your low my low um, besides the fact that we have to pay for a hotel because Nina is acting like a child, mm-hmm. um, even still, now that we're here, she won't even go on the rocks to go potty. I have to. Yeah. God. Uh, she's like super. She's like afraid of everything. I feel actually, I feel really bad for her. I think she has PTSD. Um, we have to get something for her for new year's. Yeah, for sure. Um, Anyway, so I, you know what? I'm going to say that my low is that I realized that I scheduled my doctor's appointment the same day as our Mexican consulate appointment. And my doctor's office is closed until January 3rd. And we scheduled the consulate appointment back in September. So as of right now, they're both still on the same day. And I'm going to have to change our doctor's appointment and hope that they have something next week. Because that was something I was very much looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, that was unfortunate because that's definitely one of my highs. Like, hey, we're going to get to finally see a doctor and get some Make clarity sure everything's on okay this. because and I... Yeah, it's still scary to scary up into this point where you're like, hey, is everything I'm still supposed going to be pregnant, on? but am I still? Like, is everything good? So hopefully that's, uh, you know... Still all good, but we'll have to wait a little bit longer because we have to go to the consulate. Mm-hmm. And that's very important to get that stuff done because it's not easy to get in there. Yeah, exactly. Get that shit taken care of. Exactly. Um, what's your high? My high, I guess I have a, I mean, a couple. It was really nice to see my dad and Todd and Michelle, my uncle, and... Yeah, just, you know, I don't get to see them nearly enough like I would like to. So it was nice to spend a little time with family. I wish my mom would have been out there. Mm -hmm. always love seeing her. But uh, I guess that's also part of my low is she got fucked with coming back from my sister's place. She was part of all those flights that got canceled and everything. And she got stuck in Texas. She's been there for days now. She's in El Paso. Yeah, she missed her 36-year anniversary. She has some plans with my dad, so that really sucked. Uh, but another high is, you know, we're out here. We're, we made it safe. We're kind of halfway through. We've driven 
thousand miles. Yeah, a thousand plus miles. And everything with the trailer seemed to go well. And the fact that uh, we're looking forward to getting rid of half the shit in there. (laughs) So that's exciting because I love minimizing the amount of stuff I have. Yeah, definitely. I'll say uh, my high... um, I think it was just seeing how happy my mom was on Christmas. She just adores having everyone together. And even though I know she doesn't necessarily really like us right now. Yeah, we're uh, not her favorite people. uh, I used to be her favorite. Now I'm the least. Um, But just seeing how happy that she was and kind of putting away whatever frustration they may have about our decisions to move and... um, really spend time with them. I'm glad that we're here and hopefully I can get, you know, really push to be back on a really good note and have them feel comfortable with our decision and trust us and, and stuff over these next couple of weeks. Um, so that was really nice to, to, uh, see them. Um, oh my gosh, speaking of real quick, I didn't even tell you've been so busy today. I didn't even get to tell you, you know how um, my brother was going to the Washington house to get all the stuff and to check the mail. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how the property management people did a walkthrough and they said it was all clean and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, they locked the door from the garage to the inside of the house. So Keith drove all the way out there and couldn't go inside of the house. And I <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, do I just leave? So I called her and she's like, well, he can come pick up the key if he wants. And I'm like, oh, that's 18 minutes one way. And she's like. Like, so you guys took the fudge and the. They, they did take the things out of the fridge. Okay. That's good. Um, and I Hopefully said, I hope you ate, ate it. <laughs> Hopefully like, that oh, ate okay. that fudge and peanut butter that we left behind. Oh, um, so Gosh. yeah. And I called my brother and he's like, I got to go drop it. You know, my niece or I get. He had to go drop my niece off at her mom's. And so he didn't have the time to make the extra 40 minute drive, which he wasn't expecting to do. Um, so he just Gosh. got the couple things that was in the garage. Um, he did go by our U- UPS mailbox, but he hasn't sent me a picture of any of that stuff today. But uh, I felt very bad that he had to go through that and couldn't accomplish half of what I asked him to do. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. So. But, it I is mean, what, <laughs> I what he was able to pick up the fire pit and yep. that other stuff, so mm-hmm. that's good. Our cool fire pit yeah. that we had to leave behind. He, he said Elizabeth's very excited about the fire pit, and I said, It's a pretty I, awesome fire pit. I hope so. We were very sad that we had to leave it. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have taken it, realizing how much shit we're not going to be keeping. I wish that was one of those things that... We could keep. Could have, yeah. We could have kept. That one would have made the trip to Mexico, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Anyways. Uh, all right, well, let's get into... And now, it's time for your pointless overseas parenting. Fact of the week. We've been really busy. I have not been able to change that drop. <laughs> These facts are not pointless. These no. are actually very pointful. Full of point. Power point. <laughs> Power point. point. Uh, so, mine this week is from Vietnam. Oh, I hello. love you, Vietnam. <laughs> Place that we were looking to potentially move. This little girl, this picture is so cute. But, believe it or not... Parents in Vietnam start potty training their children as early as nine months of age. Hmm. Nine months. That means... They don't even walk at that point. That, me- that means Alexi would have been potty trained from the time that we saw him three months previous. <laughs> so can you uh, imagine 
how much you save on diapers if you did it so early. Sophia's just about yeah, potty just, trained. Yeah, she's just doing it. She's like... Almost four. Yeah. You should... Uh, oh, she said, if you like this idea, you should know that they do it with the help of a whistle. A whistle? As soon as a mom sees that her child is peeing or pooping, she whistles. Since she does it every time, she creates an association with the sound with going to the toilet. Slowly but surely, a kid also understands that they have to do it uh, on the potty. And by the time the child is two years old, they no longer need their mom with a whistle. They just go to the toilet. What? Looks like we're getting a dog whistle. <laughs> Maybe not dog whistle. Well, they won't be able to hear that. I won't be able to hear it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's your very wow interesting. I wonder if we fact. have we- a, a baby in Mexico until two years old. And then our next baby, we go to Vietnam until they're two years old and just see the difference. And Maybe like, the Vietnamese people will hey, help us. <laughs> uh, Carol over here is <laughs> shitting on her own. No problem. Why weren't you doing this? Whistle, huh? It's the whistle. That's awesome. So yeah, thought that was pretty interesting. Wow. Uh, let's talk about a few things from... Our past. So things, I forget what I keep calling this. I'm going to have to get a certain, certain name for it. But uh, just things that you remember that you enjoyed from your past. Last time we talked about. So one of the things that I had thought of that you could use was the Sims game that your dad found. <laughs> because that was super popular back then when we were growing up. Oh, my God. Yes. So when we were at my dad's house... Um, you know, yesterday, basically the day before he said he was going through old papers that were near his printer and he found my original Sims PC disc. I think that came out in the year 2000. Like Sims one. Yeah. Sims one, terrible graphics. I would, my, my mom didn't even want me to have that game because you could, you could, you know, essentially have sex and it showed them kissing. Um, what? <laughs> I love that drop. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I brought it from my mom's to my dad's or if I just, very often I'd have my dad buy me things that I wasn't allowed to have at my mom's, like, explicit CDs, and I would just keep them at my dad's house. <laughs> um, yeah, The Sims, I fucking loved that game, and this is kind of what I was telling um, Sean, for those of you listening, um, I used to use that cheat code, Rosebud, Colin exclamation and that would give you all the fucking money and I would just use that to give myself the max amount of money like a billion dollars did you say Colin Colin okay wasn't semi, sure semicolon yeah it's colon, colon, <laughs> like, the, colon. like your colon. I don't know I literally don't even remember five minutes ago so I <laughs> I it's so funny side note obviously I haven't drank since we found out the day Much. we found out I had Sip. sip. I haven't drank much. A toast sip. Um, But yet, my fucking memory is shit. I feel like I blacked out every single day. I literally can't remember anything. Welcome to my life. (laughs) My memory is so bad. I 100% (laughs) will have Alzheimer's. Don't say that. It runs in my family. Probably at age 45. (laughs) Like, what? Who are you? It doesn't matter. (laughs) All is good. Oh, gosh. So... Sims, yeah, that's a good one, babe. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I thought about 
for whatever reason this popped into my head the other day was Bill Nye. And I used to love watching Bill Nye. We used to watch in elementary school all the time when I was growing up. I think starting at like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, they, they would watch it. And it was like the coolest show. You would learn He's so much cool so shit. Cool. And then they reintroduced it recently. Yes. And we started watching. And we're like, this seems very political. <laughs> it was very like uncomfortable. He would like do cool science shit, but he would also like do pol- like say political stuff. And we're like, well, this is unfortunate. This doesn't the Bill Nye yeah. I remember. Bill, you were you were Switzerland. You were just in the middle. You never talked about that stuff. It was all about the science. <laughs> and he was on whatever TV show was that it, was running it. He was like leaning that way for them. And it I was, thought it was on a Netflix series. Because uh, I think gosh. I remember watching them. It was like it a couple years ago. It might have been put on Netflix, yeah, but uh, I think it was originally on another show or something. Either way, hmm. uh, that was unfortunate. But another thing I remembered from growing up... Uh, because I lived at the house in Gilbert for so long and for the longest time there was no, not a whole lot of other houses out there. So there were a lot of like dirt fields Mm -hmm. where houses were going to be built, just lots. And this lot right across the street from my cul-de-sac where all the big houses were being built. I mean like multiple thousand square feet. uh, They had all of these mounds of dirt and me and some of my friends would always go over there and have dirt clawed fights. Oh, Jesus Christ. So yeah, kind of what it sounds like is you would be throwing, you'd be hiding behind these mounds of dirt. I'm going to throw dirt at you, bro. And throw clogs of basically stuck together like rocks of dirt at each other. Jesus. And yeah, that was that was a great time. That must be a boy thing. That sounds like just... You can throw boy. rocks and stuff at, <laughs> no. at your girlfriends growing up. <laughs> no, we would walk and find the horses. <laughs> So we could pet them. That sounds late. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a great time uh, growing up. We did a lot. I built forts and shit. Built oh, so yeah. many awesome forts over there with pallets and just different, oh. different shit. I used to build the forts in our living room. Yeah, still kind of lame. What? We did more extensive rail fort building. No. Um, now that now that Christmas has kind of ended. And is over. Uh, do you have? I'm gonna put you on the spot here. I'm gonna list mine off first. But do you have like top three favorite Christmas movies? Do you guys watch specific Christmas movies growing up? I know you already know my number one. I know your number one. And what is it? Jingle all the way. It's Jingle all the way, baby. <laughs> jingle all the way. If you guys don't know what Jingle all the way is, with Arnold. Arnold, <laughs> get you some. Jingle all the way. It is all about uh, a superhero. (laughs) And it's actually a really cute story and makes me cry every time I watch it. But it has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and it has Sinbad. And they're fantastic together. Oh, yeah, that's right. See, I haven't even seen the full thing, I don't think. It was was great. What? (laughs) No, we We watched watched it on TV, but I think think we did it. uh, We changed it or we had to go do something before no well you better get used to it it'll be the last year that you don't watch it every year for the rest of your life yeah thanks. so that's my number one i would say probably taking out the cartoon ones because there's a lot oh. of those really cute cartoon ones like yeah, rudolph the claymation yeah all of those i love those those are awesome i would say home alone is another 
one of my top favorites, especially the first one. Love that one. I mean, yeah, love me some classic. Macaulay, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. I think that's how you say his name. He was awesome back then. Such a great movie. I watched it so many times growing up. And then I think the third place would have to be A Christmas Story, which is the You'll Shoot Your Eye Out movie. I've only seen that one time. Jesus. <laughs> so hard to be married to her sometimes because she never watched movies growing up. So I'll be like, oh, did you watch this awesome movie? She's like, never seen it. I'm like, you stupid bitch. I know. How am I supposed to have conversations with you? I know. I love movies. I watched so many movies growing up. Oh. Okay, so. I played video games. I did not play many video games, but, you know, I did play, uh... Real games. No, no, I, I mean, I played <laughs> some video games, you know, Grand Theft Auto, State of Emergency. I used to play some NBA 2K or NBA Live before NBA 2K, and a little bit of football stuff. When you would get hot, the football would get on fire. I forget yeah, what Yeah, hot potato. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but, yeah, those are the type of, type of games I played. Oh, what man. what were your movies? Movies, we didn't really like have any traditional watching Christmas movies. Um, gosh, I'm gonna movies I haven't seen in a very 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 long time. But I do like It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, the old black and white movie. Okay, I do like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Thought you were gonna say Miracle on Ice. I'm like, it's very interesting. <laughs> Miracle, it's a hockey Miracle movie. Miracle on Thirty Fourth. Miracle on. Whatever that one, you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't know that movie, but okay. Um, it's an old, it's an old movie. Makes sense. You're like at least 46 years yeah. old. Yeah. Um, Home, Home Alone is a good one, but I never like really watched like, I never really watched those like multiple years in a row. Like even hmm. if they're on TV, I'm like, eh. I also really loved the. Original cartoon Grinch. Okay, yeah, the Grinch. Those are yeah, those are good ones. Yep. The cartoon Grinch, the Claymations, Rudolph, obviously a classic. Charlie Brown, Charlie Peanuts Brown. Christmas, definitely. I would I would probably say that would probably be my number one. Okay. Speaking of Peanuts, you had an interesting factoid. Not really factoid, but you learned some interesting stuff about potatoes. Oh. <laughs> And being in socks and fairly gross, but also very interesting and looking forward to trying it probably first on myself, uh, but then on our our child. And let us know if you guys have ever heard of this before. Yeah. One of my friends on Facebook posted a picture that his like one-year-old daughter, maybe she might not even be one. I don't know. She was really sick. And then so they put, they sliced very thinly raw potatoes, like just regular russet potatoes, um, really, really thin and put them in the baby's sock on the, on the heel, like on the heel of her foot, basically. And the next morning, the potato was fucking disgusting and like almost black. And it pulled out all the toxins from the sick baby. And the sick baby felt almost 100% better literally the next day. And then I was kind of reading the comments on this post. And someone else said that raw onions do it too. 
Um, mm. Obviously, that smell is a bit more intense, so I think I would rather try it with potatoes. But if you have ever heard of something like that, I have never even seen anything like that before my friend posted it. So I mean, I know that definitely makes sense because I know potatoes absorb like stenches yeah. and stuff when something smells bad. Also, potatoes are left too long. They smell like oh the worst God. fucking thing ever, which is very interesting. Uh, maybe that's what's happening is they're pulling all the gross <laughs> smells out of the air. And then when they go bad, they're like, you can have these back. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I thought that was very interesting. A little natural remedy there. Mm-hmm. Next time one of us is sick. Since I can't have any medicine, maybe we'll try it on me. Yeah, definitely. That would probably be a good idea. Sick. Uh, I think we've got a little bit of, oh, with the holidays being here and just passing and birthdays coming up and everything. With the type of lifestyle that we're living with our children and whatnot, bouncing around from country to country, what is going to be, and this really like made me think about this with Christmas coming around because you see everybody post their pictures and their kids have 400 presents under the tree. What are we going to do as far as, I know we're pretty much on the same page, but getting kids just presents. I mean, like... I remember growing up, my parents, I always had a bunch of shit under the tree. And I don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people, a lot of kids that, you know, don't get a whole lot or kids that maybe get one thing and they're really appreciative of that one thing. And yeah. it might not be because they can only afford one thing, but maybe it is or it's the way that their family raised them. Uh, but I don't want to be the type of family that just has all of this shit I mean, we see with my sister and uh, her kids, like, you get toys and stuff, and kids stop playing with stuff, and, you know, they forget about things very quickly. Yeah, and especially if you have so many, it's hard to cycle through. Like, you, one, one gets put in a drawer, and then you forget about it, and you find it a year later, and you're like, oh, my God, this toy, and you're like, you could have went without it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I feel the same way about stuff I buy. I'm like, oh, my God, I really want this, and I buy it, I'm like... I'll use that sometime next year or two years from now, you know, so we threw it away. The thought (laughs) is like, use that money for other things, do more shit with the kids and, you know, more experiences like that instead of buying 25 presents for birthdays and Christmas and that type of stuff. Yeah. So I, I think it might be kind of a cool, well, obviously we'll, you know, kind of see how the realism goes or the reality or, whatever um but maybe we can kind of do some type of tradition of where like we travel over christmas like oh let's go to a new place or or something a little bit more family um activity like like we can get you know one or two presents or something so my my whole thing is that i'm i'm curious to see how your this present is, is you're sitting in first <laughs> class let's go yeah let's go. <laughs> you can't even drink yet but i'll have all your drinks um so the thing where I'm going to start to maybe think about of where there could be a potential struggle is if our kids are only getting a couple gifts and then they see their friends with all of these other gifts. And it's kind of teaching them to not really compare yourself to what others have. Like, we're not bad off. Like, we're giving you different types of gifts. And I think that's going to be they'll the struggle. That. You'll go from your kid learning like, oh, well, at one point they won't they'll realize like, oh, maybe this person has a few more things than me, but that'll be at a certain age. And I think at that same age, they'll realize, oh, well, for the last three, four years of my birthday that I can remember, I was always someplace awesome. 
maybe I was at Disneyland or I was here or I was there. We were always doing something. Yeah, we were snorkeling cool. with dolphins. Or yeah, maybe I don't have the most toys or whatever, but hey, Jimmy, you've been to Disney World? Oh, you haven't. <laughs> oh, but you got a new bike this year? Okay, cool. You keep that bike. Hey, too. bikes are cool. <laughs> bikes. Yeah, where my bike drop at? But yeah, I mean, I think that's not saying that you guys buying your kids a lot of gifts is a bad thing. I got a bunch of gifts when I was younger, birthdays, Christmas, everything. I feel like I turned out pretty good, but we're also not your average couple. Yeah, it's going to be harder to move yeah. if we got a bunch of shit. So we're like, going to hey, have to try and like... grab those three like... things that you like, put them in your suitcase. If you can't fit them, it's not coming. <laughs> so that's going to have to be like, hey, I know you may want to, you know, you got some friends, you may not want to leave here, but I promise you, like, we think that we're doing the right thing for your future and your personal development Therefore, we can't have a lot of physical things, but you have a lot of memories. I mean, if you teach them the value of that stuff when they're young, then it's not. There's kids that grow up all over the country that don't have a whole lot of stuff. And it's not like, oh, man, you know, my parents really screwed me by not getting me a lot of stuff growing up. Hopefully they don't feel that way. Mom, yeah. I want the new Jordans. Fuck you. You won't buy them for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll <see. laughs> I always got the new Jordans. Of course you did. Um, all right, well, I've got some information that we need to talk about. Oh. <laughs> From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> well, that is what's in the news. So, you know how we were talking about the Tylenol thing? Didn't we just see something about somebody suing Tylenol now? Uh... It was, um, we heard something on the radio on the drive down saying if yes. you have had a child, if you've been, if you delivered a child with autism from taking Tylenol, you may be compensated. Call this lawyer number 1-800, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it was just funny because we were just talking about that. We heard it on the other podcast, the, what, the British one that you listened to, or the, maybe it was the other one. They were talking about the Tylenol yeah, thing. Yeah, one of them. And then we just talked about all the risks of autism on our last podcast. Yeah. So... There's people out there suing Tylenol due to that stuff. Oh, so man. definitely something to look into. And then the other thing I saw in the news, and we heard this mentioned on one of the other podcasts we listened to, is infant head shaping pillow recalls. Oh, yeah. So the FDA says head shaping pillows for infants can be dangerous. Uh, this is an article that just kind of came out. Excuse me. Bert. Head shaping pillows. This is different from the helmets. The helmets. Much different from the helmets. Okay. These are more of like this Over the counter type. Shaped pillow. I don't know exactly what the shape is because I haven't looked into head shaping pillows yet. But it does say the FDA is warning parents uh, that they should not use head shaping pillows for infants. The head shaping pillow is designed so that infants do not end up with a flat head. Uh, flathead syndrome, but the pillow can lead to dangerous situations for young infants that can result in suffocation or death. Yeah, because you're literally not supposed to put anything in the crib with the baby. Yeah. No blankets, no stuffed animals, nothing. Which is really sad because if they're talking about this happening, then it means it's happened. Yeah. Like the only way that things get banned or whatever recalled is yeah. because something bad happens and somebody suffers for it. So that means Someone's kids must kidding. have passed away 
from this, but it says the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is recommending that parents and caregivers avoid using infant head shaping pillows, saying that they can create an unsafe sleeping environment for babies. The use of head shaping pillows can create an unsafe sleep environment for infants and may contribute to the risk of suffocation and death. Uh, yeah. To understand the new recommendation, it's important to go back a bit to understand the intention of head shaping pillow, uh, where the intent of the intention of a head shaping pillow began with. You know what? I when I read this sentence, to understand the new recommendation, it's important to go back a bit to understand the intention of a head shaping pillow to begin with. What is Do you know what I thought of? Bill Burr when he started freaking out about just anything he's like why can't i read anything and it just tell me he's like oh i want to read about this and they're like but to understand this you need to learn about the history of grass and it's like what the fuck is this i just want to learn about tell me the answer yeah i I just want to know the answer he's like everything now is a extremely long article trying to get you to buy this or buy that it's like i just want the recipe why are you trying to tell me all these other things? I don't care about how long your family has been doing this or the history of this or that. Give me the fucking recipe. So that maybe they're like, but before we tell you about why this is bad, we've got to tell you the history of head shaping pillows Let's go back to and the why. Pillows. So I thought that was a, oh a little gosh. funny, but yeah. unfortunately, fucking terrible. Head shaping pillows are, are no good. So they're, they're a small pillow with a cushion, uh, with a hole in the center. So that's kind of kind of like a travel pillow. Yes, I would mm. imagine that's kind of the idea there. It's designed to cradle infant's head yeah. and attempt to prevent infant from getting flathead syndrome. Oh, so man. there's a major recall on that. I don't know if you guys are currently doing that, but just definitely put your baby. throw them away. Yeah, don't give them to the pool. <laughs> throw them out. Thanks, childish. Unless the poor no is just somebody normal that doesn't have a baby. In that case, you can give it to them because we're not worried about their heads getting flat. They won't. But no, no babies. If that poor person has baby. Don't give it to no them. No. So, so yeah, thought that was interesting and unfortunate. Wow. Yeah. Um, poor parents. You know another thing that we talked about that I came to the realization of that really upset me. Oh no. So when I went into the gas station, we were on a trip down to get that burger and the bullshit chicken tenders mm-hmm. that you got. Yeah. Uh, lady in front of me paid with her card and they did the old flip the ipad thing around and said answer the question yeah and the question is how much do you want to give me for a tip yep at a fast food place attached to a gas station and it's just it's really upsetting me that people are getting to this point where they can just like oh this is just a normal thing i'm just gonna flip this fucking thing around i'm not tipping you for not doing since when did we tip people at the majority of these places if you're sitting me down and you're waiting on me, and you're doing all of these things, you're definitely getting a tip. But I am not tipping you at a fucking fast food restaurant. I'm not tipping the people at Chipotle. I'm not tipping these people who are getting paid to do just their basic job. You get paid a oh, certain... $15 an yeah, hour. Yeah, you get paid a certain <laughs> amount. Do you know how much servers get paid? Basically nothing, and then they work off of tips. That's why they ask for tips. Yeah. This is... it. And they're not even asking you. They're not coming to the table and saying, here's the iPad. How much are you tipping me? <laughs> like, what they, they actually find say, out when you leave. They go, answer the question. It's like, fuck you. I'll answer the question. Yeah, fuck you. No, no. So what I realize is when you pay with cash, they don't ask you that because there's nothing to sign for. 
So true. A couple things here. You need to either be always, you know, available to have cash for use or be strong enough to look those people in the eye and say, no, go fuck no yourself. Tip. <laughs> no tip. No tip. No tip for you. I'll give you a tip. Quit fucking saying answer the question. <laughs> so that that really upset me. Oh, goodness. I would give you a tip. I'd be like, I'll give you a tip. You see those chicken tenders that you put up on your screen it's there? Not the what picture? they look like. Yeah. Maybe serve those and you'll get tipped. Fucking bullshit food. That made me, that made me sad. Yeah. Chicken tenders don't look like that. Really upsetting. Um, I wanted to, um, I kind of wanted to talk about a little piece of pregnancy, um, something else that's kind of going on in my body, the placenta. Oh, the placenta. Yeah. Um, Delicious. Ugh, gross. Some people eat it. And Oof. if you have, Some tell me why. Things out of it. Tell me why you did it because I really want to know. Um, yeah. So the, the placenta has. Um, so technically, well, let's start from the beginning. The placenta is an organ that your body makes when you're pregnant to basically take care of the baby. So. <clears throat> it starts forming as soon as the as soon as the baby cells start forming so it's act, the placenta is actually made up of half your the your sperm and my egg so it's not just all my body stuff so once you become pregnant your body starts to develop the placenta and it what it does is it, it attaches to the uterine wall and then it develops the umbilical cord so the, the placenta is essentially going to take over. So let's go back a step. The placenta is what generates the hormones in your body. It generates HCG. Hmm. It generates estrogen and it generates progesterone. So you only generate a positive pregnancy test when the placenta generates enough HCG to be read in a pregnancy test. So, so everything hormone in your body during pregnancy is related to the placenta. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, I've been kind of reading about it and I find it really interesting. So basically what the, when, the bot, when the placenta, you know, generates the umbilical cord, so that is taking over and developing your baby throughout the, pr the pregnancy. So nutrients, oxygen, antibodies, all those go from the placenta through the umbilical cord to your baby. Um, and it also removes waste and carbon dioxide from the baby's blood back to my blood. The placenta is doing that? The placenta is doing all this stuff. Wow. So, is it like an alien? <laughs> kind of. So the placenta, it t typically women feel so much worse in their first trimester because the placenta is... Base, it's it's kind of like a, a, a giant pancake that goes either in the front, the top, the back, or the sides of your uterus. Okay. Um, and it's growing enough to the point to where it can take over. So typically from... It is an alien. It is an alien. So between 8 and 12 weeks is when, you're, when your placenta is the one that starts basically taking over the job of taking care of the baby instead of your body doing it naturally. So that's why you're normally so tired and so sick 
in that first trimester is because your body is doing the placenta's job until your body can pass it off to the placenta. So that's typically the when body you... Be, or the placenta becomes a abuela? <laughs> <laughs> An abuelita taking abuelita. care of the... What is abuela? Taking care of the hija. Abuela is grandma. Okay. Yeah. A- abuelita is like little grandma. Abuelita? Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's really interesting. It normally happens at about 10 weeks when the placenta is the one that starts taking over. Um, and that's why it's really important of what you're actually putting in your body until that point, because your body is going directly into the baby instead of having the placenta as the middleman. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's really weird. And it so it just gets bigger and bigger. And then when you have your baby, the second birth is birth in the yes. placenta, right? Yes. Good job, baby. That's a very good job. Thank um, you. Yeah. So I just kind of thought that was some really interesting information. The placenta also, um, it, it's placement. You can normally tell, like when you have an ultrasound, you can see where the placenta is being formed. If the placenta is too low, like right over the cervix opening, that's called placenta previa, and that um, that can be very dangerous hmm. um, because your baby will just rip it on the way out, and then your ba- your baby's not going to have oxygen during the time when you're delivering. So that's actually what happened to me. So the placenta is still delivering your baby oxygen while you're birthing it? When you cut the umbilical cord, uh-huh. that's cutting it off from the placenta. So the placenta is still giving your baby the oxygen it needs to survive even after you deliver it. That's why that's when you cut the umbilical cord and then the baby breathes on its own, basically. Jesus. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but um, so that's why it's really important to watch the placement of the placenta during the pregnancy. So normally, normally if it's low and it starts to go up, It'll never go back down, so that's that's good. But if it stays low, that can be a problem because in the more you're growing, you're cutting off the placenta's nutrients, mm. and that is what happened to me. My mom's placenta ripped, and then I had no oxygen when I was being born, and yet here I am. That makes sense. <laughs> Answers a lot of questions. That's why her dumb ass <laughs> doesn't like movies. Yeah. Anyways, that's my little spiel, my knowledge. Mom. <laughs> mom 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 why did you do that to me oh like that was pretty fitting gosh well that was very interesting and uh yeah i didn't know i thought placenta was just like this thing that kind of gave the baby some nutrients and stuff i didn't realize it was that important and basically an alien mm-hmm. uh and speaking of aliens oh i have about the placenta. Okay. So even though you're pregnant, your your boobs don't produce milk until after you give birth. And that is also from the placenta. So when you're pregnant, the placenta sends um, a hormone that basically suppresses the production of breast milk. And then once the placenta is delivered, your body then regains that signal to produce breast milk. And because I always wondered like, okay, I'm pregnant, but why, why, don't, why don't you get milk? Until after the baby's born. Like, how does your body know that? It's a fucking placenta. Wow. Yeah. I'm really visualizing this thing as like a big, like, blob. 
It is a big and blob. And has like. There's pictures and it's disgusting. Little. I, I don't want to see it. I know I'll, you don't want to see it. <laughs> you don't want to see it then either. Trust me. Oh, wait. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like a blob with like little cells. And like if you were look through a microscope at a cell, you would see like a blob and then little things within the cell. It looks like, like a, a bag filled with blood. Oh, it's like a bag? It kind of looks like a bag filled with blood. Not exactly what I imagine. Ooh, a, uh, that's crazy. A clear plastic bag with blood in it. That's like the shape stuff. of a pancake. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking more of a clear color, but uh, again, that kind of reminds me Very of bloody. the the alien point I made. Yeah. What are we going to teach our kids as far as it comes to aliens? We can't be the only folks or the only things. Okay, because I'm totally of the opinion that maybe by that time and they're old enough to know about aliens will have already been like clearly visited and people will have died. But I am a strong believer in aliens. And so when our kids, I'll be like, hey, yeah, Santa's real. He's an alien. And all this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to tell him Santa's an alien. But. Yeah. I'm not going to tell them that aliens don't exist. I don't know how you guys handle this with your children, but the alien talk is probably going to be right there with the religion talk. <laughs> <laughs> Very important conversation. Yeah. Speaking of religion, oh, I know that your mom was raised pretty religious. Mm -hmm. Did you guys grow up with any of that? Like, did you guys... Yeah, we went to church. You went to church? Yep, we went to For Lutheran. how long? We went to Lutheran church. I did communion when I was in eighth grade. Is that like eating the body of Christ? Yeah. Wow, I'm good. The body of Christ compels you. The body of Christ compels you. Um, so you ate a lot of those little crackers? Or? Yeah, well, I got to remember like all the terminology and stuff. But basically that was like when you decided to... I'm accept, accepting God. Accept into my God life. into your life, and that I'm accepting be... God into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was a little dry. Let me wash it down with your blood. With your blood, <laughs> the blood of Christ. Um, yeah, so I did that in eighth grade. I did go to. Do they baptize people in that religion? I was baptized as a baby. Um. I think we all were, my brothers and I. All I was were. like to say, we were not no, all baptized. No, no, my we were all baptized. <laughs> the rapture. Um, yeah, and I went, to, I went to church even in high school. And then even after, um, I, I went to church kind of through my, when I was 21, I used to go to, um, I've been to so many different kinds of churches. I've been to, um <clears throat> Korean Christian, I've been to Lutheran, Southern Baptist, Mormon, uh, Jehovah's Witness, I've been to... The only church worth going to is the one where they speak in tongues and they let snakes <laughs> bite them in shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is exciting. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then I think when I was like 22, I was like, eh, I don't really... This is a no for me, though. <laughs> I'd rather just be a good person. And I went to a few churches growing up in any time I went, I, just I feel like no, uh, homo or homosexuality came up as part of like 
the talk. They're like, you're going to go to hell. And it just, it just turned me off uh, because I'm very pro uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Got people in my family that are whatever. Um, and so you go in there and you're like, why are these people judging other people? Like, I you're thought the whole point to was to be, yeah. you know, open and accepting. It was, it all, it was open and accepting to people that they were exactly to be like you. Yeah, that wanted to be open. And I'm not shitting on anybody's religion or anything like that. It just, none of that stuff. And I'm sure a lot of you people that are religious are like, well, yeah, I don't have any problem with gay people, which is whether they're gay or whatever the case may be. Uh, Growing up, that it, wasn't necessarily what how how churches were presented and things like that. Obviously, this is 2022. Yeah. Almost 2023. So it's a lot different than 2010. I imagine or 2000. They're, they're welcoming men who are women and women who are men into their churches now, I would hope at least. Uh, but yeah, I just never wanted to be a part of something that I was like, oh, we think this of you or we think that of you because that's, you know, how racism and all that stuff was but i was just wondering how that played out for you guys because you guys went the religious route and my family went not the religious route <laughs> yeah and yet here we are together kind mm -hmm. of with the same views on religion yeah well i i think i me and shane kind of went a little more backwards and shane is my oldest brother um we kind of like stepped back a little bit. I don't even, I don't know if Shane's that religious. I know Keith is very much my other brother. Yeah, but Keith also went through, and that's a, one of those things that yeah. when people go through those traumatic experiences, they're like near death experiences. Thrusting you myself yeah. into more of the religion stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. He was atheist for a while and then died, and then now he's religious. Her uh, brother is a zombie. Religious <laughs> zombie. <laughs> yeah, he's an alien. <laughs> he's uh, an alien, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, church was definitely a big. We went every Saturday night. It was right Ugh, around the corner. What a from my horrible house. time to go to church Saturday night! I swear to God, I don't know what church it was that was behind our place in Washington, but I felt like yeah, those fucking people were always there. Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. Who's those are got very popular time for that man. Why am I going to church? Well, is it a job? So they have different services. Like the Sunday is more formal. Saturday night is more casual, and then I think Wednesday is more of like a Bible study. That's typically how it goes. Jeez. Um, Sounds like a lot. <laughs> I just, I don't know with how much I have going on in my life, how I'd ever fit all of that other stuff in my life. Yeah. Like I'm a very appreciative person of all of this stuff. But and it's our like, life is only 2% of all the busyness it's about yeah. to be once this baby comes. God, I couldn't imagine taking a baby to church on a regular basis. It's like, hey, this is something we got to do. Yeah. As we got older, we only went on Easter. Oh, you became those religious people? <laughs> Fucking fakes. <laughs> hey, God sees me. I'm here. I'm here. Three kids and fucking multiple sports activities. Yeah. <laughs> there was no time. I'll say my prayers at home. <laughs> I got cheer competition and Keith had wrestling finals and Yuma and all this shit. And you started doing drugs. and. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What uh, God feels about that. But well, maybe that's why I stopped being religious. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm able to hit the clubs now. <laughs> I ain't nobody got time for that. I just did these drugs and I can see God now. And he said, <laughs> It's cool, bro. <laughs> that's why they're here. <laughs> oh, didn't you anyway. see Jesus on uh, Family Guy? He parties. Yeah, yeah. My depiction of a lot of these Jesuses <laughs> is a lot different than your guys's. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, this is like one of the last podcasts. This is the last podcast of the year. Twenty twenty two. Recap our twenty twenty two real quick. I feel like it was a pretty exciting year. I mean, we did a lot of awesome shit this year. Yeah. Um, we, okay, so we got back from our honeymoon. Year. Yeah, we got back from, but that was that was last year. Last year, and then I think the first thing we did did we go someplace before we went. For my birthday trip with my parents. Oh, excuse Did me. Did we go to Mexico before that or was that after? We went to Mexico in February, February. for Nabil's wedding. Yep. And then two weeks later, we went to Europe with your parents. Yep. Yes. So that was a, a great time. And then after that, something we went to visit my sister for the first time. That was in October, but there was something before that. So, I feel like. so I'm looking through my photos here. So first we went to Texas and we bought land, the land that we're currently trying to sell. So we did that. What? <laughs> we went, so we went to Texas. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to Playa for the wedding with your parents. And then we went to Europe, Portugal, Spain, France, Switzerland, Switzerland. Yeah. I forgot to do oh, not when Spain. we were no. not Spain when we were talking about uh, the God thing. God is doing a new thing. <laughs> you know he's doing it. Who's doing it? God is doing a new thing. You know he's doing it. Who's doing it? God is doing a new thing. If you guys haven't seen the video of that kid dancing, it's pretty awesome. You should check it out. God is doing a new thing. Awesome. Okay, um, so did our Europe trip. That was fantastic. All the while we were. We trying to get no. We still that was in March. we were trying to get pregnant. We weren't. We've you know, been basically yeah trying for eleven months. Yeah, since I got since our birth control at our on our honeymoon, so November twenty twenty one. Um, let's see. And then July, we went to Playa to look at properties there. That's right. That's right. Hmm. And then we'll talk about some news next episode with some new thoughts we're having about Mexico and how we're going about that whole. Uh, living down there yeah. uh, as far as purchasing property, renting, etc. And then we went to Denver for the Quility Conference. That's right. Our work insurance conference. That was a great time. That was in uh, August. And then we went to Bali. That's right. We did go to oh, Bali as well. Holy for shit. For two weeks. Yeah, it's been a year. Um, and then we went to Florida. And then we went to Florida. To see my sister, which was... Like a little dose of Bali as far as the awesome beaches. And that was very, very beautiful down there. And then we went to the Ducks game and then I told you we were pregnant. Yeah. I also started my job this year in March. Yeah, yeah, in March. When we got back from our trip. Fuck yeah. There's been a lot that has happened this year. We obviously moved out of our house Mm -hmm. and made the decision that we're moving to mexico so yeah what a so year. yeah it's been a pretty busy year well, we did a lot of making up track i don't even feel like we traveled that much but holy no, shit we did didn't feel like that shows you how much we traveled <laughs> we're like oh yeah but just another trip next year we will not be traveling a whole lot <laughs> no we'll we'll find ways we'll yeah. find ways to travel we'll have Doing to go like local, local stuff, yeah maybe we'll a go to mexico will be coming City. to see us yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any uh, 
I don't, I don't think we're really resolution people, but do you have a so-called New Year's resolution? Uh, nope. Just be <laughs> the absolute best dad I can be hmm. and just work on my patience. <laughs> patience is oh, key. Virtue. Patience is virtue, yeah. And... If you would stop being such a bitch. Put some respect on my name. And put some respect on my name. That's another New Year's resolution that I hope you have. <laughs> um, let's see if I have any. Uh, yeah, just keep my body as a temple for this baby. Yeah. Oh, let's thing get jacked again. Back to working out. Oh, yeah. As soon and as we get to clear from uh, the doctor, you can go back to your sauce no, yeah back on my testosterone and also continue to do this podcast because i have a great time with you talking about this stuff and even it's though only the beginning yeah we're not engaged with fans and everything yet uh it's a really good like way for us to kind of like bond and actually kind of talk about things and learn things. yeah i don't know how many people sit down with their spouses at any point in time throughout the week and just talk for an hour plus about <laughs> shit we we normally don't do this like ran like i mean at least this type of back and forth about yeah we, we talk about other things yeah we'll talk about stuff but again nobody sits down for just an hour and is like let's talk yeah <laughs> if it is it's usually not something good it doesn't happen on a <laughs> sit down basis. i need to talk to you <laughs> you're like oh fuck it's kind of a therapy type thing but uh yeah i mean it's yeah it makes me really excited it's been a great year and literally every year since we've been together only gets better and better. And I'm not saying that to be cliche. Like I'm very Get to know each other better. New things happen. New oh, here we go. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Just thinking about how much I love you. It's been here we go. Hell of a ride these past four plus years. And again, now a new chapter is about to start and it's about to get really exciting. So Again, if you guys are listening to this, I'd stay tuned in. Not just the baby thing, not just the traveling thing. It's about to get overall very interesting. And uh, we appreciate everybody's support thus far. And Amanda's crying now. <laughs> well, I'll end it on this. I was very surprised when we were in Walgreens the other day getting your blood tested that they have dildos. <laughs> so. And cock rings. What? God, I need to take that drop away from you. No, that's a great drop. <laughs> How about this one? Yeah, I'm going to come now. Uh, yeah, there we go. Dildos. So, yeah, if you're ever in the need for a last second. Uh, sex toy. Sex toy. Walgreens got you covered. Walgreens is where it's at. Well, it's probably time to make a little bit of food. I think I'm a little bit hungry now. This has been episode... It's Eight o'clock at night? Ten, yeah. Probably not the best time to eat. I should make very little food. A bowl of cereal. A bowl of cereal would probably be a better way to go. Um, love you, baby. I love you too, baby. I love you too, little baby. Love you too, little baby. We'll find out what uh, gender you decide you're going to be <laughs> very soon. <laughs> Anyways, y'all. It's been real. It's been fun. Nina, I'm glad that you relaxed. Episode number 10. Trying to parent. <laughs> Nina just did her ear shake and smack ears. Shit on me. <laughs> Anyways. We up out of here. We up out of here. Dead ass. <laughs>